Welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast, where we discuss discipleship in your everyday life. Hey everyone, Pastor David here with Liz Jones and Bob Wilk. Howdy. Today we're talking about a subject that's near and dear to our hearts. We love it. Maybe buried, rooted deep in our hearts, Mm. bitterly. (laughs) Church hurt. (laughs) You mean like... Church with something hurt. we have to dig out? <laughs> yes. I know Church it's hurt. close to my heart. That's a term? Apparently it is. I keep hearing it, and it's a strange term. But I, I mean, we'll talk about it. What comes to your mind when you hear that term? People that hurt the church. Oh. <laughs> it's so I think scary. it's people that are hurt by the church is oh, the term. Oh, yes. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what comes to my mind. That's generally what's meant yeah. by what that. What comes to my mind is normally there because Liz tells me what to think. <laughs> Yeah, that's how that really goes. <laughs> so, I, okay, now I'm okay. I'm on I'm on the same page with okay. you guys now because oh these my gosh, are did that yeah. hurt your feelings. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I'm, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor David, he's having a hard time today. No, what comes to your mind when I say church hurt? Uh, what are your feelings just, about this? It's such a grading term. I hate that term. Yeah. Degrading or disgrading? Grading just oh. grates on me. Listen, because okay, mm. we understand like. Hurt. We're just gonna get right. Hurt happens. (laughs) Hurt happens. Mm -hmm. Like other things that happen. Now you know by now we've lost all the people. (laughs) I know that our church hurt. It's okay, and and that's okay because if they if they stick through to the to the rest of it, they're gonna find out how we really care about them. Yeah, we do. But they have to get past this part. But we are one. We're also one of them. Right. That's that's just what you do with it. Hurt (laughs) happens wherever there's people. Yeah. Heart happens. <laughs> but mm-hmm. what I don't like about that term is that it like puts this very specific like type of hurt that only the church does. I'm like, we don't have a term that's like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, employer hurt or like yeah. family hurt or I don't know. I just like I, d- I don't like how it like sp- uh, specifies a certain kind of hurt like bad by the church. D- bad dad. Bad boss. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know. I just, it's like it puts uh, it in this category of like this horrible type of hurt that is like way worse than others. And it's like, you know what? People hurt people all over the world, not just in the church. I just, yeah. And to me, it imputes motive. Like there's right. a unified front of the church, like the Illuminati that have conspired <laughs> to ruin your life and to take things away from you and do things to you. And most of the time, it's just foolishness or someone being a human being or having a flaw that hurts you and you don't deal with it. Like I've recently gone through something like that or I didn't deal with something right away Mm -hmm. and it just builds up. And it's not like a bunch of people got together and decided to, for lack of a better term, screw you over. Am I allowed to say that? You know, maybe sometimes that happens. (laughs) I I mean, I guess there's probably legitimate times that that happens. But for the most part, it's just run in the mill. Like you said, like Mm -hmm. just people being people. It so. kind of impugns the church, like makes the church look like some evil, dastardly mm-hmm. thing that's right. after. And when you think about it, um, the church is part of Christ, him, <laughs> right? I mean, right. when you actually get to think of it. So what you're really saying is, you know, Jesus, you really stink mm. and you hurt me all the time mm. Yeah, and it, in some interesting way. So I think some of that is wrapped around some of it. Like I said, some of it I think is absolutely legitimate. I right. think people do stupid stuff and other people suffer from it yeah. Yeah. and possibly don't know how to deal with it. I think we'll talk about some how to deal with that and what to mm-hmm. do. But I think, uh, you know, a lot of times it's like looking at the church like some, like you said, some evil entity that's out to get, you know, that you in a unified way tried to get somebody. Mm-hmm. And maybe their church is like that. Praise God, here at Word of Life Fellowship in downtown Miwok Village, we don't do that. Right. Now, we well, probably we have... We do it. No, and, I'm just kidding. but we probably have some stupid people that do that, and I'm probably one of them. Yeah, I've been one <laughs> of them. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, if, I'm gonna be, if we're going to be real, yeah. we've all probably hurt somebody Absolutely. in the past. And been hurt. Of course. And been hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, not me. I don't get hurt easily. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't get offended. Okay. It's so sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I believe I offend everybody, but I don't get offended by anybody. It's good. Try. But you've been yeah, hurt. No. <laughs> well, you've we'll been try. hurt, though. We'll try to yeah. yeah. Stub my toe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, what's a legitimate church hurt? Like, we, we, like we don't want to just trivialize everything and say, no. well, you no. know, we got to get over it because, you know, there, there are other Christians. So people still... made it to this part. We're mm-hmm. getting serious. 
Yeah, we'll address yeah. some stuff, hopefully. Do you yeah. have anything that comes to your mind of like a legitimate instance where yeah, someone I mean, had a right to be angry? or? Yeah, I don't know that I want to like call on a like a specific instance. You want to name names. <laughs> but I do. I mean, there are very broken people in churches and there are people who get overwhelmed and who make mistakes. There are people who treat people badly at times, you know, take advantage of them, um, misalign their motives, like, uh, you know, assume that they are, have some false motive and, and attack them for it, you know, and it's like that happens in churches. There are people who are jealous of other people and things come out that way. There's a lot of things that happen mm-hmm. um, in churches because there's people there and there are very yeah. legitimate things. Sometimes there's miscommunications that can cause mm-hmm. or non-communications that can actually cause a lot of problems and feelings of, you know, rejection or uh, not being considered mm-hmm. or, you know, those types of things. There's just, we can go on and on. Yeah, Yeah, it's interesting because when you said that, the first thing that came to my mind is that I believe some people act, and I'm going to use this word that everybody loves to use and hates at Mm -hmm. the same time, and that's they act religiously. And in the process of acting religious Mm -hmm. or that maybe their interpretation of what godly is, uh, they start doing stuff like correcting people that they really didn't, were not invited into that place to correct. Yeah. in the first place right. or they start taking authority in areas that they had no authority in mm-hmm. yeah. and but just felt like since i know this this issue it's like i know the law so i will enforce it with everybody i know and right. so they begin to do that and sometimes they bring and this is where i call it religious mm-hmm. it's one thing if you bring a, script, a scriptural principle to someone that's failing in a script in an area and you're wanting to help them. Mm-hmm. And they can get bothered by that. They may even get church hurt by that. But the your motive, your intent was probably okay to just help if you're invited, like I said, in that area. But if you're bringing something of a personal preference, <laughs> and, you know, I like to do it this way. Right. You know, like I believe everybody in the church should have a shaved head. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel odd. Mm. Right? So now I'm going to go propagate that all over the church. Yeah. You know what I mean? To me, the, uh, what I'm bringing to that is I'm bringing my personal feelings and and uh, viewpoint into something, but I'm wrapping it up religiously, yeah, right? I'm going, bad. well, you know, there was a prophet who called bears out of the woods that was bald, so everybody... All should, the prophets. Right, should, should uh, yes, shaved their, their heads, right? <laughs> yes. No, so I can bring that. I know we're using a very light version of that, but there's people that go to people with their preference. Right. You know, and, you know, we've just come through two years of crazy garbage where people had their ideas about what right and wrong was and tried to bring that into somehow into a principle of Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're just like, uh, you know, everybody on the planet is trying to figure out what to do. And you're trying to make this a religious thing, telling me how to do something. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not getting political. I'm not saying my rights are wrong. I'm saying people actually mm-hmm. tried to use religious le- uh, leverage yeah. to, and they do, and that's what that is it's mm-hmm. not just in the things we've come through in the last couple of years but just in life people will use religious leverage on people to get them to do things their way not considering the person's life and the, you know caring for their soul mm-hmm. and taking care of them first right. rather than just trying to fix them so they look like they're in the image and likeness of bob so they're trying to control and manipulate people through religion, yeah, which is witchcraft. So this podcast should be called Witch Hurt. <laughs> which <laughs> so which, that'd be which one should you hurt? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of witches in the church, apparently. I just we say, need those pointy hats right here because you, yeah. um, not just because you are hurt by something doesn't actually mean that it's wrong or it's bad, mm. um, because. Um, you know, like the word says, like faithful are the wounds of a friend. Amen. Like sometimes someone comes and they do come and they come in the correct authority and they cur- come in the correct spirit and they come with the word of God because they do need to correct you. And I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when I get corrected, it hurts. Oh, yeah. Right. It's not pleasant. Well, the, who likes it? The, right. <laughs> the word, <laughs> come on, let's be the real. word is a sword and it cuts and that mm-hmm. doesn't always feel good. And 
So I mm-hmm. think there are also sometimes now there are times when people are out of order and they overstep authority, but there are also times when people feel hurt by the church because they were corrected. Mm-hmm. And that is something that has to be, um, acknowledged. I think that there are times when, yeah, like someone hurt me, but they, but they brought the truth to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the Lord does it to me. He, he I was going to say, I just get, I think I have Holy Ghost hurt right? <laughs> because I get, I'm just, you know, when yeah. you get convicted, I don't know if it's supposed to feel good. Right. And that's, no, and that's, yeah. I think that's just a question for someone that's experienced, you know, saying I got hurt by the church is like, well, it may have hurt, but does that mean that it was wrong? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another question to put into the mix here. Yeah. yeah. I think assessing the reason behind it. And like I said, most of the time, what happens when we do these kinds of things, when people are hurt or bothered by something, they're assessing people's motives and intents first. They let those things drive, even though, you know, we look upon the outward part, God looks upon the heart, you really can't tell what's going on in somebody's, you know, what their actual motive was unless you happen to get some word of knowledge from the Holy Spirit and he actually thinks you should have that word of knowledge and you know how to handle it and you're not handle it with wisdom. And so, but with, in the absence of all that, you know, you, you're looking at somebody and going, well, they must be doing this for this reason. Yeah. And that, I believe it, that just tees up the ball for, you know, for both the enemy or our own hearts to hit it out of the park because then we're we're going we're basing everything on what we think is going on in somebody else's heart, mm-hmm. and to me there's a remedy to some of that actually, which I know we'll talk about some remedies, but that one's a simple one to me. It's like why not just go to them like the Bible says to do, yeah. and confront them not with accusation, but with this is what I'm this mm-hmm. is how it's affected me. What do you think? Yeah. And that's a lesson that just takes me forever to learn. And I'm still learning because um, one thing we try to do is cover offenses and cover them, cover mm-hmm. them, cover them in the church. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I'm a forgiving person. I'm going to, I'm just going to let it go. And then if you don't actually talk at a certain level, it's going to build up in you. And like, um, like one time you were counseling me and you said, the little foxes are going to spoil the vineyard. Mm-hmm. It's going to ruin your relationship with people that you're ministering with mm-hmm. because you didn't you didn't prioritize that relationship and you didn't, you also didn't prioritize clarity. Cause like you're saying, mm-hmm. you're, you're like, you don't really know what their heart is or their motivation, but in your mind you do, but you're not, you're not talking and going at it and risking like a small hurt to fix a large hurt. Yeah. Right. And so like people are procrastinating. Like a lot of times that's what creates in me the most hurt with people in the church is I just procrastinate dealing with it mm-hmm. and I hope it's going to go away. Um, there's a time to let something go or it's just, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But like if something actually really tweaked you and you're a vindictive person by nature, <laughs> which um, <laughs> might be in, in me, um, <laughs> you know, uh, you have to really address it because you're going to care so much about yeah. justice that you're not going to feel at peace. Well, I think them. also right now we are somewhat discussing uh, what's happening as you, as people experience or enter into church hurt like maybe some of the initial components what caused it what you know how to avoid it those kind of things which we are discussing those in it mm-hmm. and i think there's the other side of this which we'll discuss also and that is people who have been in their estimation maybe it's in their mind only maybe it's real you know i'm not yeah. gonna, we can't judge that from here that's for sure where um, they've actually now endured church hurt for a while in their souls. Because church hurt is something... I'm just going to say, can you, I, I can't handle you saying church hurt so many times. I know, it's making you crazy. It is making it? me crazy. It's just, it's hurt. It's hurt. Right? Well, we did name <laughs> like, this church hurt. what is this hurt? special kind of hurt called but church yes, hurt? Not, yes. like, does well, does, oh does Jesus, okay, does Jesus ever get Jesus church hurt? hurt. I'm going to help somebody with, I'm going to hurt, I'm going to help somebody with over business hurt. Okay. Cause this <laughs> okay. is an interesting thing. I, yeah. I remember, um, I remember our, our pastor, pastor Pat, we were counseling somebody and he, and this person was having an issue in their, with their business. They had mm-hmm. quit and they were upset. You know, they had been at that business for 20 years. Okay. And he said something really interesting, which it just stuck with me forever. He said, how come you didn't say anything year one? 
right. year two, year three, because they went back and said, oh yeah, the first year, you know, they were just, they had it for forever. Right. They had, a, and it was accumulating, right? Mm -hmm. So now, you know, the business hurt thing mm -hmm. is like a scale, <laughs> right? Like keep putting it on that side. Yeah. And it, it was interesting to me, he, you know, it's like, wait, you, you stayed with a company for 20 years and took their money because you worked for it, you deserved it, mm -hmm. but you they sustained you, your family and everything, and you, you're upset now, and you have 20 years of upsetness you never took care of. Right. Right? And so in Sea Hurt, <laughs> the... Uh, Ecclesia. Ecclesia. Sea Hurt. See you later, Hurt. They, um, uh, yeah, the same thing happens. Mm-hmm. Right? It the does. Same, it does. The same exact exactly. thing happens. So you're right. This is not, although we called it church hurt, yeah. it doesn't It doesn't apply to just this. Matter of fact, I would say people who tend to suffer in this area suffer across the board. Mm -hmm. They have family hurt. They have friend hurt. Baseball <laughs> hurt. Baseball hurt. Oh, yeah, that's a bad one. That's why... No, they have sport hurt. You want to know why there are fights in sports? What's that? <laughs> the Dodgers have hurt me a lot. Yes. And the Yankees <laughs> pitched a perfect game last night. I just want to go on record of saying that here. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, I know we're joking a little bit right now, but it yeah. is. a. Um, un, it, it, it's just bringing, bringing to the surface that you can actually live a life where you're not carrying around 20 years of offense. Right. right? I mean, and that, and like, Bad things happen. Bad things happen in families. Bad things happen in churches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bad things happen in employment. Bad things happen in soccer leagues. Bad bad things happen. But the good news is like we can we can actually overcome that and we can forgive and there can be restoration and there can be um a, a, a reconciliation in some instances where it's appropriate, you know. But there's I just think that there's like with the our culture has adopted these identities of hurt and that's the thing that i think really bothers me it's like um we've i we've i uh, put on these identities that the world is like oh you're this or you're that or like no i'm this i have trauma i have mm -hmm. this like and i and i have all these things that i now have to carry around and it's like you actually don't like when we read in the Bible, like they had their issues, you know, and they had to forgive and they had to learn how to work together mm -hmm. and they had to learn how to mm -hmm. deal with people who were out of order. But there was no like label of like, yeah. this is who I am. I, I have, I've been hurt by the church. Right. Well, guess what? Every person who's attended church has been hurt by the church because the church is not an entity. It's just people and it's flawed people who are, most of them are trying their best. And guess mm -hmm. what? We get it wrong. A lot, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yep. but it's like, what, like, how long do you want to carry that? How long do you want that to be your identity? Do you want it to be your identity that I've been hurt by the church? Or do you want it to be like, I'm part of a life giving church. And yes, sometimes I get hurt. And yes, sometimes I hurt people and the grace of God is sufficient and it forgiveness covers and love heals and restores. Yeah. You know, like and I, I love what you're saying because it's, it is truly, um, and I believe it is a worldly aspect that the the god of this world is trying to put on his people yeah. god's people mm -hmm. and that is this identity issue mm -hmm. you know god of the world being satan if satan and, know and, that, yeah we got to say the bad boy yeah. mm -hmm. um the, well and just people with just weird ideas right. trying to put that you know trying to make people something mm -hmm. you know so they can keep you in the little box mm -hmm. because if you're and if you go along with it you know uh the God of this world <laughs> will just put you on autopilot. Cause if you adopt some of that thinking and start to, you know, respond and act that way and live in that kind of thinking, you, you, he doesn't even have to bother you anymore. Cause you're going to do a much better job of keeping yourself in that kind of restriction and not allowing yourself to actually come into true relationship with God's people. Right. Thereby not coming into a true relationship, I believe, oh, I may get called out on this one, with God. Because mm -hmm. I don't believe you can be in complete relationship with God yeah. without God's people. And, yeah. Yeah, this, I mean, is, <laughs> and this is a good point yeah. to jump in on the legitimate hurts where people have actually been abused. Mm -hmm. Abused. Right. Actually hurt. Yeah, it's yeah. bad. Um, it's financially, evil. emotionally, sexually, mm -hmm. 
physically by church people (laughs) because that will poison the person's relationship with God. And that's Mm -hmm. what Jesus said of like, if you put a a millstone, you you cause a child to stumble or be offended. um, It's going to make it so that that it was better for you to be thrown into the ocean with a millstone around your neck. Right. And so if, if you actually have a legitimate hurt, you have to get healing from that and realize that wasn't the will of Jesus for that to happen. And the, the discernment is, am I actually being hurt, you know, in a, in a real way, or is this something that I'm, I have the power to release this. Like I have the power to talk about it, to move forward Mm -hmm. or, you know, or am I going to sink myself to the bottom of the lake, Mm -hmm. you know, with that, with that millstone around my neck. So I do think it, it's so true what you said when we're hurt by people, it links to Christ because we're his body. Yeah. And so like, it's either our responsibility. I mean, we, we need healing or we need repentance. I really one or the other when those things right. happen. Yeah. I think that, um, you were saying like, whether it's, whether it's a perceived hurt or a real hurt, either way you need to get healing and yeah. move forward, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like whether it's, and you can hash it out with someone all day long and they may be like, I didn't mean to do that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yes, you did. And you, you know, it's bottom line is sometimes you just have to leave it at, okay. Maybe they didn't mean to, but I got hurt in this mm-hmm. process. And what am I going to do now? Yeah. Am I going to wait for them? Like until they acknowledge it, I can't move forward. Or am I able to just like say, okay, I don't understand. You don't understand. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is I'm going to forgive and we're going to, and we're going to move forward because that is mm-hmm. really the church in operation. Well, also the Bible has very clear prescription for this, mm-hmm. you know, and that is, yes, you go to the person. Right. If you just tried to, now, there are some things you can just let it go. Yeah. I, I get that, okay? So I'm not saying everything. But there's some things you should go to the person with. Mm-hmm. And there's some things, according to the Bible, when that person doesn't receive that, you should take somebody with you. Mm-hmm. Hopefully somebody that's uh, experienced in God and his word, you know, that has a discerning heart. Not mm-hmm. just, you know, one of your friends that sees it your way necessarily because then it's yeah. going to be one way. And if that doesn't work, it should go then to the church, which is also the leadership of the church. And, you know, there, you know, I mean, Paul tells us, hey, if you're going to judge angels, you should be able to judge church situations mm-hmm. with, among people. But if you circumvent all of that and just decide to be upset or hurt, and maybe legitimately, mm-hmm. but you're not going for the remedy, right. now there's really not a lot anyone can do for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's going to require you to step into a place. So I would speak to someone out there who maybe has experienced that, feels they've felt that, is that in their soul, they have to bring their soul to a place where they want healing. Yeah. I didn't say they feel perfect and everything's great. You didn't hear me say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's it's just that do they want healing or are they settled in the hurt? Right. And that's a big that's a big thing because they like I said they may have legitimate hurt. Mm-hmm. And I want to just capitalize on something Pastor David said and how we all feel about it and how our church believes here is there is legitimate. Mm-hmm. Uh, hurt okay and when it's immoral unethical you know against god's words illegal that's serious stuff Mm -hmm. and we are against that that is just not it's not acceptable in any and i would say any church that you go to that somehow that seems right (laughs) you know now you'll have to be careful because there you're going to have to be clear with the leadership that it actually it's their position Mm -hmm. like and you have to hear and believe. But if you see, you know, time, I mean, you see it's it's going down this way and it's mm-hmm. odd and strange. I'm saying you need to be out of that place yeah. and you need to find another church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Right. You don't need to be alone because then you are going to suffer much more than yeah. you did when you when you suffered in a church. Mm-hmm. That even, you know, in of any kind, right? Whether it's perceived, like I said, or real, because there's real things that happen to people. Yeah, and those things, some of those those things we just mentioned, those are evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they aren't, they, you know, we're not going to go, well, it's your perception. No, if it's in that area, it's evil. It needs to be taken care of, yes. right? It's clear. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, someone thinking that, uh, you know, somehow pastors and we, we just sweep all that stuff under the rug, it's like, no, <laughs> that's not that's not going to be swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. But you also can't determine. Let's say someone intentionally does something illegal against someone else in your church. 
Uh, you can't make that person who did the deed repent. Mm-hmm. A church can't do that. They may take the opportunity to uh, put that person out of the church, depending on what the grievance is, mm-hmm. or maybe work with them to re- you know, in an effort to get them to repent. There's a lot. There's a whole spectrum, and a lot depends on what the grievance was, mm-hmm. right? It's, there's not one size fits all. But you know, most of the time when people are hurt, they just want the head of somebody else. Regardless, it doesn't matter if that person has done well by them for, you know, years. They just want their head. Yeah. So so this is uh, where we sit today. So that was a little bit of how you would respond to somebody that has received hurt in this area. But um, do you have anything you would say to someone if you counsel someone that's been really hurt? Um, let's say it was a real one. Let's say like it was something yeah, real bad. This is probably one of the primary <laughs> areas of counsel. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there are legitimate things that happen. There's people, just people are people and we all have weaknesses. So um, depending, it's hard to give like one size fits all counsel because some things are very serious and they need to be mm-hmm. addressed a certain way. And maybe there's authorities that actually need to get involved in things, yeah. but general like offenses between people that happen. Um, I, what I usually tell the person is like, are you, can you, can you take this to the Lord and just deal with it? Like between him and you, is it something that you can just forgive and mm-hmm. move forward from? And then if not, you need to go talk to that person. Mm -hmm. And then usually like, okay, come back to me in a couple of days and tell me like where you're at with it. Mm -hmm. Because we, it's nice to tell people like, go, go pray about it and just forgive. But Mm -hmm. if they aren't, if they can't actually do that, Mm -hmm. they need help then. Right. They need to take the next step. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, and usually like when someone comes to me offended, I'm like, I try to help them see the perspective of the other person. Like, Hey, I know, that happened. And yes, you're right. That wasn't right. But this is what was going on. Or this is mm-hmm. just consider this, like try to bring in the bigger picture. Cause I find a lot of offenses happened, happen in a very small viewpoint. Like someone's viewing their life and a specific circumstance and it's a very big deal. Mm-hmm. But if you can help bring in like the bigger picture, sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes that helps to kind yeah. of, um, help them understand it wasn't as personal as it felt or it wasn't directed at you. This is what was going on. Now still you have to deal with it. Right. So like if you were offended, if you were hurt, take it to the Lord. If you can't then go talk to the person. If you find like you're not getting anywhere, come back to me. I'll go with you with to them again, or you can bring someone else in. So I Mm kind of help them Mm -hmm. try to uh, discern for themselves, like where they're at with the, yeah. The offense. Yeah. Would you, would you have, add anything to that? Yeah, yeah. I would say that too. I would say that in some cases, what I, you find besides just people's feelings being hurt, you know, because mm-hmm. something someone said, um, I found that some, uh, people do things um, sometimes out of ignorance. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I've seen people enter into what I would call a an agreement, a contract, yeah. without it being written, without them seeking counsel on what to do about the contract and without any other witness. And then it's, they said, and they said, I thought you said, I thought you said, said, uh, and it's interesting when you have to counsel people like that, because you're like, so, all right, you guys, so you, you did your, you know, let's just call it a business thing. It's nice and clean that way. Okay. But, Mm -hmm. or maybe you're renting a house from somebody or maybe, you know, I've seen across the board and these things cause real offense, Mm -hmm. like serious offense. The, you know, I'm like, so show me how you entered into this agreement. And if it's all verbal <laughs> or worse than that, nonverbal, well, I thought he felt, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, it, you know, basically they both have to be corrected and you're going to have to start from ground zero somehow with mm-hmm. that because there's no, there's no getting back because they think separately. They think differently about the situation and there's no other person to bring as a witness to it. And the Bible talks about having witnesses about things. And, and so um, they're doing something basically out of order. They're not, mm-hmm. uh, they're not being wise about how they enter into an agreement with somebody. Mm-hmm. And those are, those are, I mean, I've seen that happen over the years in churches, not just ours, but in churches and people where they, they, they carry ought against somebody. Because they just, you know, but they set it, they set it up on themselves. Yeah. They set the table themselves to do that. They just didn't use wisdom 
Um, you know, and then sometimes I've seen where people have come and asked about, you know, we're thinking about doing this and you'll be like, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And then they go ahead and just do it. Mm-hmm. But when they're going to go against how, you know, if you've gone for counsel, when they're going to go against counsel, they're never, they're probably never coming back to you <laughs> to come to say, Hey, uh, by the way, I'm going against your counsel, so I'm going to do this anyway. You don't find that out until it all goes bad later. Mm-hmm. Then they come back, you know, and so those are real church things, you know, yeah. that, that actually happens in probably every church in America at it some does. level. It <laughs> it's kind of strange, mm-hmm. but I think the, you know, the offense, people saying words, the other thing that, that comes to my mind is that in church, in what church is supposed to be, it's supposed to be iron sharpening iron. Mm-hmm. There's supposed to be some rough stuff going on in there. Friction. Friction, <laughs> right? So, I mean, sparks. And if you think you can go to a church where there's no sparks, no friction, no disagreement, um, you probably aren't cut out for marriage, <laughs> friendships, real friendships. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might want to become a Buddhist and <laughs> just go live yeah. up on a mountain it's all an someplace. It's all an illusion. Yeah, harmony, you know, just mm, yeah. because, because, about that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, the Bible's filled with right. conflict. Yes. <laughs> you know, some of those are all pretty interesting. I mean, you know, but the, yeah. but the, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dude? Were Ananias and Sapphira hurt by the church? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's all kinds oh, of speculation yeah. about that. Yeah. Going on, they were yeah. really hurt. <laughs> Just for a short time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The other thing I was going to say, too, is that um, sometimes when, when people come and they come with their hurt, it really has nothing to do with the other person. It has a lot to do with what's happening inside of them. Mm-hmm. And so it's like discerning, like, okay, what is it? What's going on inside of you that this little thing set off this whole huge Mm -hmm. thing, you know? So I think that's another, um, you know, we can call them triggers or whatever, but it's like, there are things that if someone already has, um, an enforced mindset or a belief about themselves or believe Mm -hmm. about what other people think about them, someone could do something pretty like innocuously and they take it very personally and it sets off, it sets them into like a tailspin. Yeah. And so in that instance, it's like, wait, okay, hold on a second. Like this plus this does not equal this. Let's talk about what's going on mm-hmm. inside of you. And I find this like, even for myself, like sometimes people have expectations of someone else that that person didn't meet and mm-hmm. that they didn't communicate their expectations. That other person has no idea that they have an expectation, but somehow for me, like I've set this up in my mind and then they didn't meet it and I'm incredibly hurt and disappointed. And so it's like, I have to realize that for myself, but also mm-hmm. helping other people like, well, did they know that you were expecting yeah. this or did they know? And like, well, no, but they, they should have known, or this is how mm-hmm. they, sh- this is how pastors act, or this is how elders mm-hmm. are supposed to be. And it's like, whoa, okay, let's deal with your expectation here. Cause that's yeah. really the, the issue. The you know? log in your eye when you're noticing the speck. Yeah. Or just eye. people have a pers- people have, um, mindsets on and 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 hopes for things and then someone Mm -hmm. doesn't meet it and they're they're hurt by that person and it's just it's just a reality and this doesn't just happen with just everybody in the church you know the the people are attending them the the regular congregation if you will Mm -hmm. in leadership in churches it happens matter of fact i'm going to say in our church the people we have ministered the most from who've come from you know, years of like being separated from church life, mm-hmm. being, you know, they actually suffered from leadership issues, yeah. mm-hmm. like sure. major le- leadership issues. Um, and I'm not, I, I can't be convinced completely that they were all illegal and moral, all that kind of stuff, but they were differences of opinion or the way things should be done. And that caused such a division, yeah. right? That it they separated from it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to put a call out there to everybody out there that's church hurt. Uh, come here. We'll help you. <laughs> we, no, seriously. Yes. No, I, I want, I mean, seriously, I um, I actually care about people like that a lot. And I've met, I've dealt with a lot of people over the years uh, like that. And I believe we have a uh, remedy. But guess what? They would have to take the first step. Mm-hmm. Because I think that there's a love of God that, can walk you through that 
And because no matter what's happened, even if somebody else fully, completely hurt you, in you, you will have to deal with it. Yeah. You, there's something you're going to have to let go one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's easy. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's a pretty situation. I'm not just saying you're going to snap your finger. And, but I think outside of a church covering, you are doomed not to deal with that. Yeah. You, you are. You, you know, you're going to wind up going to you know, counselors and psychiatrists and maybe start medicating yourself and right. every single thing, you know. And, but to avoid <laughs> what the, you know, the, the, the issue at hand and be healed. And I believe, you know, that, you know, love is more powerful than death and that God's love expressed through a church that cares can help you walk through that. It might be instantaneous or it may take some time, but at least you're in the right spot for that. So you're saying the remedy for church hurt is the church. Church heal. Yes. (laughs) Church heal for church hurt. Exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is the, this is the. This is the bitter part of mm-hmm. church hurt is that the thing you need the thing you need to engage the most is the thing you're avoiding the most. Yeah, it's true. So, mm-hmm. I mean it's I mean and it's hard to wrap your mind around that. Right. I'm not saying someone was illegal or immoral or did some wicked thing to some person that they need to go back to that church or that person right. and be in there like, no, they probably need to avoid that person, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. the plague. And so I get that. But the church goes way beyond a person yes. or a church. Right. And, and then, and so the, the thing that really hurt, it, it hurts, it hurts my soul the most when I see people involved in this is that they, they just kind of wither away mm-hmm. and they never, allow themselves to engage with her whole heart into a body of believers that with all their imperfections, with all our imperfections, are still there for their benefit and for the benefit of the church to grow together into the fullness of Christ. And that is a, that's serious, that's high level Christianity there. Because Jesus is coming back for a glorious church without spot wrinkle hurt church hurt <laughs> but right he's coming back for who have come through that tribulation yeah. not just avoided it yeah yeah the bride has scars not open wounds exactly <laughs> so it's gotta, i like that got to heal right somebody <laughs> should somebody should tweet that one out already did i'm just kidding I don't, <laughs> nice that's a good one i like that he's doing I it I while love, you were um, talking I know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Way to go, don't have good reception I, you know i'm, I'm kind of hurt by that <laughs> um, i think that's really good and um yeah i just i'm, I'm learning a lot just because you guys have more experience than me you know dealing with this but have i have experienced i have experience hurting people oh. <laughs> but yeah i've definitely been hurt in church settings, I wouldn't say by the church, you right. know, cause that's, you know, that's the, the nugget hopefully that's coming out of this mm-hmm. is it's not a disembodied entity right. that you have to war against because yeah. that's what your option is. If, if there's a, a united front persecuting you, like, okay, like start a revolution against it, you know, <laughs> but it's not, it's like, it's people that, and likely if it's your church, it's your friends and your family. Mm-hmm. And so that's what makes church hurt quote unquote, like it, it hurts more unless you're in business with your family or something, you know, there's like, there's people you really care about and you're doing something. If you're a Christian that you really, really, really care about, it's, it should be the most important thing in the world to you to love God and to worship him and serve him. And so you think you have all these ideas, right? When you come into church mm-hmm. and ministry, um, and I know as like a young minister, like, like a young pastor, I was like, Oh cool. I'd love to work at a church. Cause this, 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 and you have all these, um, these expectations, and even being part of a church, like you, you romanticize it of like, well, everyone here has the Holy Spirit and they know how to forgive and they know how to sacrifice and serve and all my needs are going to get met and I'm going to meet everyone else's needs. And mm-hmm. like a lot of times you're just, you're giving and giving and you don't, you, you see inequities. Like, I think like that is probably like the main source of hurt that I hear from people and that I hear in my own heart is it's like, well, all this, I'm doing all this and people don't recognize it. Mm. Or people don't appreciate it, or I get treated like junk when I do when I do this, 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 and all that's just it's solved by a basic Christianity, right? But it's hard. Like it's simple, but it's hard. Mm. Of like, is Jesus enough? 
you know, are you able to release that? Do you realize you've hurt people? Right. And I think that's key of whoever's been forgiven much loves much. I remember there was a couple times that the Lord really called me out because I realized I had been like mistreating someone or, you know, making fun of them or, or not, not thinking high enough of them. And I went and like repented to the person and it felt like the sword. It felt like hurt, mm. but it made me think like, I know how bad I've been in the church. I know how I've treated people, how I've thought the worst of people. Right. And then when I talked to them, it wasn't even the case. And so I, I understand. I, I think that's like, to me, that's key of like overcoming it is like, are you this like righteous person than everyone that has the authority to judge everyone else? And you can decide what the balance of the scale is and who's being paid back and who's not. Mm -hmm. Or are you a fellow sinner? Are you a fellow offender? Yeah. <laughs> if you actually uh, believe I mean, you're yeah. an offender, you might be like, wow, I should, I should forgive someone else's offense against mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And I remember yeah. somebody asked me one time, this really helped me. Um, they were like, you know, I forgive this person over and over and over again. And I, I think I'm really forgiving them, but I, I feel like I always, these feelings come back. Like I, I can't get over the hurt of it. Mm -hmm. And the Holy spirit spoke to me and he's like, I believe it's the Holy spirit. Right. So I think it's, <laughs> I think it's in line with, with the word of God, but he's like, you know, you, you're really forgiving them every time, but you have not changed your view of them. Mm -hmm. So every time they come in the room, you have to forgive them all over again. Right. Cause it's just, the memories aren't healed. Your view of them isn't, isn't healed. You haven't spoken to them. You haven't done the spiritual work you need in the secret place and with the person to change your view of that person. Mm -hmm. You still see them as the slouch that disappointed you and, and burned you. And so you're like, and I have forgiven them. And maybe you, you I believe you really did. If you made a decision yeah. to do that, well, good luck. Here it comes again. You know, and <laughs> you're eventually you're going to get sick of it mm -hmm. and you're going to stop doing it. And bitterness is going to take you over. So I don't mm -hmm. know if that made sense, but yeah, I think that's like a few things to keep in mind of like, really like realizing who we are and how we have to care for our own heart and like not let things come in. And I, I fail in that all the time, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I think it's yeah. just like when God says his grace is sufficient, it actually is mm -hmm. like, I under totally understand what you're saying. There was someone that I struggled with for a long and I felt like every who, time I saw it? them, <laughs> <laughs> I felt like every time I saw them, I had to forgive them. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> like they just, everything they did yeah. just, <laughs> irritated me and was like, what is wrong with this person? And like every single time as a point where they, they would walk in the room and like my stomach would just tighten up and they'd be like, Oh, am like, I that person? Of course. <laughs> no, <laughs> I feel like I might be that person. I'm not naming any names. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm that person for sure. There's a person high up in ministry <laughs> who worked for our school of ministry Who's to my left. <laughs> it's one of those prayer requests for people right. where it's like obvious who it is. <laughs> But it was like, I was like, it was like that. Like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of like, this is not right. Like every time I see this person, I should not be instantly annoyed at them, you know, right. in, and then like right. have to forgive them. And like, Lord, I'm sorry. I know you love them, you know? And, and finally, like, I just had to ask the Lord and he did like, he, mm -hmm. he encountered me. He showed me how he see how he saw that person, how he sees them. And it, he just like delivered me. Yeah. It just, cause he changed my view yeah. of them and gave me like, here's a scripture. Here's a scripture. These are things you can hold on to to show them honor mm -hmm. and i was like wow like his grace is That's sufficient good. it seemed impossible <laughs> to me but he did yeah. it yeah absolutely you know? oh there's still one you're working on no. yeah, well, there's, you know, there's always more right there's, there's always, always a thorn another, in the flesh another that's, one. it's there to <laughs> yeah i think actually some of that is like is part of god keeping us from being conceited that we're like i still struggle with people Oh, yeah. Yeah. not like oh and i sail through life with complete patience right, right. And you're like okay well well, good luck ministering. I don't know, to I don't know about that. Because you don't know your Be, own Being a wicked, evil sinner, <laughs> I've never had those thoughts. <laughs> yeah, so I understand where I am, but I do know that I'm blood bought son of God, too. Yes, of <laughs> so that's, you, you know, and the grace of, of God, yes. if it's not sufficient, I'm doomed. Right. We but all yeah, are. it's a very oh convicting thing because everybody, everybody on the planet, has to deal with this. Mm -hmm. They, you must deal with it. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people just think, oh no, that person, you know, they're either if they have a title or something, they never get to deal with that. Like you, yes, you <laughs> yeah. you will deal with it. Maybe even more. Are pastors hurt by hurt people? <laughs> no. Are you kidding? <laughs> people do whatever they I, you say know, and appreciate um, them all the time. It's yes. it's an interesting thing. <laughs> Speaking for as a pastor. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, it reminds me, story time. Okay, everybody, put your put your slippers on. Have we heard this? It reminds. I don't know. Okay. You might have. Let's it see. reminds me of a time I was a young a young guy, very young guy, and I was up at a um, lake in upstate New York, and there was a kid drowning in the lake at the end of the dock. I mean, bloop, 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 down, you know, uh-huh. and I. The bloop bloop that made you guys all laugh, huh? He was like, bloop, bloop, bloop. Okay. okay. But he was drowning, and I jumped into the lake, swam to him. You know, he's like 15, 20. He wasn't far out, but it's deep there already because mm-hmm. you're at the end of a dock. Jumped in and went to him, mm-hmm. you know, to get him. And as I swam up to him, he lunged at me. Oh. And, you know, I hadn't been trained as a lifeguard yet. Yeah. I had done that later after that experience. Mm-hmm. But, um, he lunged at me and clawed his way up, and I became his ladder to stand on. Uh, and I couldn't touch the bottom. I mean, I was on his feet and couldn't touch the bottom. And it was cold. It was a lake, and yeah. it was cold down under. And it was weird, right? I mean, he was, now I was there to save him. Yeah, I did come up behind him and almost choke him out, and then <laughs> drug him back to the to yeah. the dock because he. I think he would have drowned actually, you know. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, I was there to help him, and he saw it as hurt. Mm-hmm. because he was so wound up mm-hmm. uh, with fear. And I believe that people, we we run into that, yeah. you know, where people, they've been, um, you know, they're drowning mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're, they're going to take you down. And it's a, as a, you know, as a pastor, it's an interesting thing because they're going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Even though you, in your mind, you're there to help. You might not be doing it perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it might right. not be mm-hmm. absolutely right. You more than likely, you're not going to do it perfect. I, I'm going to say that as a pastor, you know, a lot of times we do stuff and it's really far from perfect. Yeah, and and sometimes it's plain old wrong. <laughs> you know, yeah. if we're if we're serious about that, and I've done that, but my motive was not was to help. Okay, uh, when it was good, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So right. nobody's perfect, but um, but that's how it's seen and and felt from the person is that you are an issue mm-hmm. and they will lash out at you, yeah. you know, and because you're, you're there to help them uh, heal, but the healing is hurting. Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. say everyone in the church is like that, like that, including the pastor. Yeah. Especially. And, and by the way, and so as, as a pastor and by the way, everybody in the body of Christ is required to shepherd at some level, not be a pastor, little to shepherd, little, yeah. Um, they, when you're shepherding people, you will be hurt by them. Yeah. If you if you think, like I said earlier, maybe you should become a, a Buddhist because if you think you can be in a church and be responsible to shepherd somebody in your life because that's what God wants you to do mm-hmm. and not be bothered by it in some way or troubled by it, you're you're in the wrong religion. <laughs> and you know, Jesus he did not promise that, you know, his guys, you come with me. And all of you guys are going to get along. Right. And because you're with God, <laughs> the Christ on earth, and you're seeing the miracles and the signs and the wonders, and we even have great worship services here, mm-hmm. you guys are all going to get along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that lasted all about three seconds. <laughs> and then they didn't get along. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. And uh, if you really read into it, uh, they probably weren't all that happy with Jesus either. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> I mean in that yeah. number of people, there was a lot of ambition. Yeah, selfish ambition. <laughs> you think? Hey, why did James and John? Why you know? Why are they going to get? Why are they asking Jesus for the place of primacy? Right. I thought we should have that. There was brothers in that troop. You know, uh-huh. they, they fought. There was family. Uh-huh. You know, there was a, a zealot and a, a tax collector, mortal enemies. Right. He almost picked people that were guaranteed to fight. And he's like, <laughs> and, okay, yeah. Now let's uh, let's have you guys hash this thing and out. Yeah. guaranteed to he fail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but so, yeah, we should have our expectations there. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it yeah. is just plain old hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, Jesus was hurt by the church. You think? <laughs> yeah. I've been right? responsible for yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, if you were going to be serious and and, yeah. and admit to it, uh, all of us have hurt the Lord mm-hmm. in that process. We crucified him. Well, yeah, and <laughs> just today, <laughs> you know, if you don't have, oh, yeah. you know, if you're not walking in faith with him, you're hurting him. And we can make that a very ethereal, theological thing. But the reality <laughs> is here on the earth with each other, we're going to have some issues. And, yeah. I, you know, 
I just want to say it again. I mean, someone out there might be, you know, thinking about it, you know, and having issues with church and they don't, you know, they don't know what to do. Um, I do mean that come here or, or find a church nearby you. That's, that's, you know, and just release yourself to that again. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you from Holy spirit that you, you know, cause you're not going to find your healing just on your own. It's not going to happen because if you actually are a blood bought child of God, you're, you know, you're designed to be in a church body. You're designed to be part of the body. And it would be just like removing your, you know, your finger has a cut on it where it's hurt or, you know, so let's, let's just cut it off at the knuckle and throw it over there. Right. It's not going to heal. It's, it's just going to die alone. And that's the real deal that happens is I found people and it's the saddest thing. It's the thing that really, I think if you want to talk hurt, it hurts. Um, it hurts. Uh, it should hurt every Christian that there's people out there mm-hmm. just dying. Mm-hmm. Some of them are in churches dying on the vine. Mm-hmm. They're just hurt because they're there, but they're not pulling from the uh, the blood of the body. Yeah, you know, you hear what I'm saying. They they are detach in their soul. They detach themselves from the vine. They're not abiding mm-hmm. in Him, and abiding in Him is not some spiritual, spooky, ethereal thing. It's actually abiding in the Church of God with people, mm-hmm. people who are not perfect. Right. Yeah. So come here. I guarantee you, I won't be perfect for <laughs> yeah. you. We can all guarantee. Yeah. You. Oh yeah, we can guarantee that. But we will be what you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the deal. I just wanted to, I know um, maybe we'll go a few minutes longer here, but um, I also just wanted to, in this subject, let me see what I'm trying to say here. Um, in the early church, you know, there was this guy called Saul. Remember him who hurt the church a little he was bit. He a bad guy. Yeah. He hurt the church quite a bit. He's also a good. And um, the Lord encountered him. Yeah. And, the church then had an opportunity to either accept or reject him. Um, and I just look at that. I'm like, man, if they could forgive and receive from someone who persecuted them, who was responsible for hauling people to jail, um, ending people's lives, you know what I'm saying? Like that, I don't know anyone who's totally suffered at that level at the hands of someone else in the church. And, there was this other guy named Barnabas who That's was right. a minister of reconciliation to bring Paul to the church and help bridge that gap. Mm-hmm. And this is just on my heart just for a minute here, um, is that there are people who have been hurt and there are people who have hurt. And we all can have the ministry of reconciliation yep. to bring those things That's together. Right. And that there are people who need to be restored to the church who have done damage in the church. And the question is, will we, like the early church, be able to forgive yep. and even receive from them, receive mm-hmm. ministry from them, mm-hmm. receive Trust the them. word of the Lord from them? And that is, to me, that's like, that is that is church. That is the body of Christ. That is the life of Christ being manifest so, in his sons and his daughters. So I just wanted to say that, like, it's just really strong on my heart as we've been as thinking about this and talking about this, is that we see examples in the word of people who cause real, real hurt real damage and the Lord through the church was able to heal and restore and transform. And they were able to move forward and benefit even from what seemed an impossible situation. The Lord turned it around and brought life from it. So yeah. just wanted to put that out there as a challenge so to the church yeah. and as us as ministers of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just maybe we'll go one more minute here. Yeah. Cause I totally just wanted to agree with that because there's such a need for shepherds when people have strayed. Mm-hmm. it's not like you know in some beliefs it would be oh that guy went away and so we shun him now mm-hmm. well, he let us down we're never mm-hmm. going to trust him again uh but jesus left the 99 to seek the one mm-hmm. and so what is our heart when we see a brother that's adrift that's hurt mm-hmm. you know that was broken by somebody else in the church we need to be the one that gives him a better view of the lord and brings him back And James said, if you bring someone back from their wandering, you cover a multitude of sins and you save their soul from death. Um, You know, if somebody is so hurt that they're just adrift from the body of Christ, they're walking in a sort of death and it's, they're completely disconnected from what, where they were meant to be, where they were meant to give life and to contribute and to find purpose. And 
Um, there's just a need for shepherds. There's a need for people to go out and meet with those that aren't in any church that once were, you know, you could yeah. call them a prodigal, you know, but really they they are people that took offense in some way, which we're not above that. Like, I mean, I think that's what we're trying to say is mm-hmm. at one point we were drifting and God pursued us and people mm-hmm. pursued us and brought us in. And so we need the ministry of reconciliation that you're talking about. You know, are we willing to be like Barnabas and go pick up the person and bring him back? Are we willing to restore in a spirit of gentleness mm-hmm. when somebody comes and says, Hey, I was wrong. You know, mm-hmm. I, I believe the wrong thing. I was, you know, we're like, well, yeah, and yeah, you did. And you did this too. And you heard us. <laughs> so say, you're sorry. No, that's not a spirit of gentleness. Right. That's yeah. not yeah. an aiming for restoration. Mm-hmm. Like Paul said. Mm-hmm. So I, I think there's a call from the Lord to come home. Mm-hmm. There is. And there always is that call as long as you have breath. And like Bob said, if you were actually something illegal was done against you or something horrible, just plug into another fellowship, mm-hmm. you know. But if it was something that was, you know, maybe you're like, yeah, maybe I blew that out of proportion or maybe they did that wrong. But I I still know what the Lord's saying. Go rejoin yourself right. to the body of Christ. Come home. Um, that son that came home that was prodigal, he, mm-hmm. he thought he'd have to return as a servant, mm-hmm. as a slave. Right. And the father said, okay, you're home. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Pastor David, the... I totally lock into that in my heart. And I, I, I sense that too. The Lord's actually saying that to people even right now. Yeah. No, they need to come home. Mm-hmm. I believe the church, the, the church as, a, as a, an entity, if you will, uh, individual local churches need to have that same heart where we say, come home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You, you know, there's, there were things done wrong. There were things done off maybe or, you know, maybe right. intent, maybe not intended. Uh, but we have to be able to see and restore because yes. the full redemptive process of Jesus is when we were lost and without hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were done, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, he pulled us out like right. brands out of the fire. He pulled us to himself. Mm-hmm. That's who. That's what he did for us. Mm-hmm. And for the church not to be able to do it for their own people is just amazing. And this is why, you know, I think, you know, you know, the Lord speaks about this, you know, like when he talks even about Israel, you know, if you, you know, he's actually talking to church, like, Hey, don't think yourself so haughty because, um, you know, you were grafted in if they were part of the, you know, the original vine and they, they certainly could be regrafted in and we can just go, Oh no, we're the church. We don't allow that. You know, that kind of stuff, right. But yeah. we can do that with people because yeah. you know, those are nice. Those are nice on, you know, uh, national levels or theological levels about mm-hmm. who's coming and going in the end times. Yeah. But re- people like there's people, there are people dying all around us from, uh, hurt and loneliness and, uh, and they're killing themselves in the process, and they must be welcomed back by yes. the church. Mm-hmm. There, yes, and I know the deal is because we have these uh, justice minds <laughs> where we have to like, okay, so let's make this right now. Mm-hmm. You know, some things you're you're not going to make right here. Yeah, it, it. I mean, I know that's going to make it crazy for a lot of us leaders to say that, but the reality is, you're not going to make it perfectly right. Mm-hmm. You. Yes, there may be some things you have to put in place when someone's returning. I get that. There's mm-hmm. wisdom involved. There's all sorts of things. But if the heart isn't to restore, <laughs> right. then we aren't really being the church. Right. We are just being, uh, you know, just like some other entity in the world. And we're, right. we're, we're emulating the world view right. that, okay, you've got to, and, and by the way, I understand in the Bible that there's restitution that should be made in cases it can't be made in some cases. That's right. It's, you, there's some things people take from other people, they will never be able to pay it back. Yep. So is there no forgiveness with them? Yeah. Yeah, so what it really requires is a church, which is the people, mm-hmm. to be able to restore, mm-hmm. to receive a person back, knowing that this person could never pay the debt. Now, that's a, now, now the church is going to this realm Christ-likeness. Like he, I don't know, I mean, you guys were born pretty close to perfect, but me, I wasn't, and there was no way, (laughs) you know, there was no, it didn't matter what I could do on my own. I couldn't, Mm -hmm. I couldn't help me. Uh, And uh, that, that 
actually happens today too. Yes. So we are required, every Christian on the planet is, you have a requirement in your life to need grace. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, hearing mm-hmm. people in their brains, oh, greasy grace, oh, everything, oh, you can't do grace. No, 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 no. Everybody on the planet who, who's not a Christian and a Christian needs grace every day in every single way. And and so when we see someone coming back, like a prodigal, whatever, if we don't have that heart, we are just judges. Mm-hmm. We are we are there's there's a lot of truth and no love, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is the prescription for like death. Yeah. You know, it's all it's all blade and no healing. And it's like who would want to come back to that? No. Right? Uh, I mean, you know, yeah, and I think um, you know someone needs to hear the side of it that there is vindication in God. Yeah, there is um, right and wrong. Absolutely, and it says yeah. in Romans that we forgive, giving place to the wrath of God. Yeah, and you know, vengeance is the Lord's, and yeah. that's a, a you know harsh thing. But I mean, it's it's really true with church leadership. Those that mm-hmm. teach are held to a higher standard. Yeah, if someone actually hurts you in church leadership, you can be pretty sure that God is going to deal with them. Yeah. If you believe the Bible. Yeah. Um, but you maybe you think you have to deal with them. Maybe yeah. you think you can be angry enough at them that they'll change or they'll apologize. No, it might not happen. But the judgment of God is a certainty, you know. And so that should be settled in our heart that God is going to make things right. He will return. He will sort sheep from goats. That's a reality, mm-hmm. you know. And if we can put our trust in that, what do we have left to do to judge? Nothing. We, we weren't judged by God. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ex- receive mercy. Like we are going to give that grace that you're talking about. But some people think it's like, oh, well, if I forgive, yeah, I could be really Christ-like, but I, I still really think, you know, that was wrong. Like, yeah, it was wrong. Yeah. Like, God is going to handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He won't and be mocked. We have to have that. <laughs> with, like we just don't yeah. believe that. We, you know, we're like, oh, God doesn't see. He doesn't hear. There's, you know, a psalm like that. And he's like, I made the ear, don't I hear? Yeah. I hear everything they said. We're like, in case he's not going to make this one right, we'll take care of it for him. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I think, you know, that does help if you're you're actually really wounded. Yeah. It's like, justice is important, but it's not up to us. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's really hard to yield for people. Because we have powers, we have minds, like we're like, oh, I can can right the wrong, I can do that. And it's like, then you're meditating on that and not your purpose in God. Mm-hmm. not Jesus, not like, not something that brings you peace. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, all these are just their considerations. Um, do you guys want to add anything else on this? Cause yeah. we're just taking a few extra minutes, but that's, that's good for a few extra minutes. Mm-hmm. Cause we, I mean, people need to be healed. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of times with the church hurt thing, people are like looking at an entity saying it's them. So their mindsets that way. And from inside the church, a lot of times the church is looking at those people going, it's them. And, you know, God wants, he wants things to be right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said so appropriately, uh, God, will, he, you know, he's going to be the final judge mm-hmm. <laughs> when we're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't ask us to be stupid and things, I get yeah. that, or be reckless. But he's going to be the final judge and he will not be mocked. Nope. And, uh, you know, it's an interesting thing. So we can't put ourselves as the church or church representatives. We can't put ourselves in such a high, holy place that we can't receive somebody back who's, you know, they're hurting. They're, you know, they're in pain. They, they are, they're dying. And we have to see it that way. We have to, you know, that's that father who said, my son was dead (laughs) Mm -hmm. and now he's alive. Mm -hmm. And if we don't see that of someone who's been hurt for whatever the reasons, separated themselves from the body of Christ, if we don't see them as when, when they make an attempt to come back, if we're not there, if we're not looking out and seeing them far off, you know, we oh no, they have to come all the way back to do all the right things. Mm -hmm. It's like, really run like, yeah, go to them. You know, uh, put put the ring on, bring them back into yes. the church, into yeah. the care of the church. Clothe them, you know, care for them, and feed them, mm-hmm. and you know, and things will get taken care of. Because unless someone knows you actually love them that way, mm-hmm. they're not going to receive anything from you anyway. Yeah. You know, you're not going to fix them. <laughs> they're gonna, you know, they're they're fixed to not be fixed. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Lord has shepherds after his own heart, you know, for people that are like, Oh, you know, I've never seen it. It's real. Yeah. You know, the yeah. Lord's obviously our, our great shepherd, but he raises up real shepherds that are going to walk with you. And like you guys said, they might not have a title, yes. but they will, they will walk with you. And that's, that's out there. So just don't give up. I mean, it's like, it's so easy to give up when we get disappointed and mm-hmm. like yeah. the core of the church hurt. I think like, you know, the core of it, the core of it's this disappointment, you know, and yeah. it's like, man, you just gotta, you don't give up hope. It's like, yeah fight for that hope Liz um, do you want to like pray for us out pray us out pray for somebody out there that maybe is hearing yes yeah. you want yeah. to do that or yeah. you yeah, just want to end it. like okay all right father we thank you uh so much that you always come to us to reconcile and to restore and to heal and to deliver Lord that that is your heart for yes. all of your children God and so we just come to you with our brothers and sisters Lord those that have been been hurt and wounded, those of us that have hurt others, Lord, we know that um, your grace is sufficient, God, and we lean on that and we rely on it. And Lord, I just ask that you would help those of us, Lord, who carry who are carrying hurts and who are carrying disappointments, Lord, that you would speak by your Holy Spirit, that you would clear away confusion, Lord, that you would just bring into clarity what your heart and your purpose is, Lord. And Father, I just thank you, Lord, that you are reminding people that there is hope, that even when there has been um, separation and there has been trouble, Lord, that there is hope for healing and for reconciliation. And Lord, we don't always understand how you're going to do it, but we trust you, Lord, that you will do it, Father. Father. And so I just thank you, Lord, that you're calling sons and daughters home. I thank you, Lord, that you are uh, softening us as the as the church to be able to receive yes, people, Lord. Lord, and to restore, God, the same way that you receive us, Father. That's right. That's right. Lord, that every day, God, then we do something that hurts your heart. You don't, you don't separate us mm-hmm. from yourself, Lord. You receive us and you forgive and you yeah. welcome us back into relationship with you, Lord. And so I thank you, God, that you are teaching us what it means to really be sons and daughters who have your heart and who live like you live on this earth, Father. And um, so I just... Thank you, Lord, for touching the hearts of people, Lord, for bringing healing, for bringing restoration, Lord, for bringing your church back into health, God. And so we just thank you, Father, that you are seeing to all of the situations, Father. And Lord, we trust you, God, that um, even in our weaknesses, that you are shown perfect, Lord. And that is uh, through the weakness of us as people, as flawed and perfect people, that your perfect love can still be made known and your grace, Lord, is enough. It is more than enough for us, God. So we just thank you, Lord. In the name of your son, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode. And for more information, visit spiritschoolofministry.com.